Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, June 18th. The S&P futures are flat. The Dow futures are essentially unchanged as well. Um, the Nasdaq futures are outperforming. So the Nasdaq futures are up about 30 points. That's about 20 basis points. So continuation of the theme you saw on Thursday of um, tech outperformance, although clearly not as dramatic as it was uh, yesterday. The major European indices are trading down about 5 to 15 basis points. You are seeing underperformance in Europe in financials. So banks and insurers are off about a percent. That's consistent with what you saw yesterday in the U.S. Um, you're seeing mild outperformance in retail, real estate, um, and healthcare. Tech is not outperforming in Europe. Um, although keep in mind, European tech is really not made up of a lot of the um, you know growth type of tech stocks that you see in the U.S. The European tech names tend to be um, you know more cyclical in nature, which is why you're not seeing dramatic outperformance in Eurozone tech. Asia was mixed overnight. You saw selling pressure in Japan. Um, Mainland China was flat. The Shanghai Comp was flat. And the Hang Seng um, had a solid session up about 85 basis points. Um, So not much incremental news out overnight to really acknowledge. Obviously, I think over the last couple of days, the market is undergoing um, a pretty dramatic shift in its um, you know, macro assessment of the landscape. You know, going back over the last couple of weeks, you've seen a lot of cracks in the reflation trade. Commodity prices, in particular, um, have declined meaningfully from their highs. I think what you saw Wednesday afternoon with the Fed, um, you know, really kind of just accelerated that that theme, whereby the updated tightening schedule, um, you know, the new dots, as well as the confirmation that tapering is very likely to occur late this year or early next year. Um, you know, I think that kind of just accelerated some of the anti-reflation themes in the market. Um, and you clearly saw that on Thursday with dramatic tech outperformance and very aggressive selling in certain cyclical stocks, especially financials. You saw treasuries catch a bid, yields decline, and the curve flatten out. Um, so again, I don't think the Fed caused that. I think the Fed accelerated something that has been underway already. Um, and that is very much kind of this peak everything thesis, This the the view that growth and inflation um, are peaking or have peaked following kind of the boom months of March, April, May, um, whereby you saw, you know, the peak of fiscal stimulus, as well as the peak of base effects from last year, um, that kind of uh, exaggerated growth and inflation figures. So now going forward, you're going to see those um, start to abate and, and um, you know, crest from their recent highs. You know, that's not to say you're seeing really, a, you know, a quote unquote growth problem, um, but certainly at the margin, um, you know, the trend is for a deceleration of momentum. And I think that's really what's kind of playing out in markets right now. Um, and I think there is definitely a positioning issue as well, whereby most people, um, you know, the, the consensus trade had been very overweight cyclical stocks, um, reflation stocks, reopening stocks, et cetera. Um, so that's now obviously creating a lot of positioning pain. And then on the flip side, there hasn't really been a lot of aggressive overweight of growth to the extent there was last year. Um, so there's definitely a positioning element to what's occurring in markets as people um, update their books, um, you know, to, I think, kind of um, comport with what's occurring in the macro landscape. Um, so, you know, as far as incremental news for today is concerned, there's really not much out overnight. Um, the BOJ was very much in line, not much economic data. You had the Japanese CPI, UK retail sales, UK retail sales did fall short. Nothing really that's super relevant for the U.S., um, nothing all that important on the company specific front other than Adobe earnings were strong. So obviously that's fitting with 
this kind of very pro growth trading that we've seen um, over the last several days. Uh, nothing else in terms of um, you know earnings reports really. Like I said before, the calendar today is pretty much completely barren. Um, you have no real economic numbers in the U.S. You have no earnings reports. You do have the Iran election, um, but I think the outcome of that is very much um, not in doubt. Just quickly looking into the calendar for next week. Um, you are Powell will be testifying on Tuesday, although I don't think he's really going to be saying anything incremental, um, you know, from the recent press conference, you have the flash PMIs on Wednesday that will give you kind of the first look at growth for the month of June in U S and Europe. You have the U S may PCE out on Friday, next Friday. Um, you know, so obviously that's the feds preferred inflation gauge, but you know, I think at this point in time, it's already very well known how may inflation played out. It's now kind of looking forward and how, uh, you know, the inflation numbers in June and beyond will look. For earnings, you have a couple of important reports. This is all, again, this is all for next week. So you have Accenture earnings Thursday morning. You have FedEx and Nike earnings Thursday night. You are going to get the U.S. Bank stress test results Thursday at 4.30 p.m. after the close. Um, you know, clearly bank stocks were hit extraordinarily hard yesterday. I think there are a couple of factors at work, um, you know, behind the price action, number one of which is just what's occurring in treasuries. Um, but you also have, you know, again, if you kind of, you had a big conference this week, the Morgan Stanley conference, the updates for management teams, um, you know, certainly were near term negative. So you had JP Morgan, um, talk down net interest income guidance along with, um, you know, trading performance, Citigroup definitely talked down trading performance. So there's a sense that you're going to see as a, as sell-side analysts publish their earnings previews over the coming weeks, they're probably going to be taking down earnings estimates for the banks, um, at least for Q2. Um, you know, you also are kind of losing two major earnings tailwinds. So the credit reserve release for banks, which have been a huge boon to earnings um, for the last couple of quarters, that's largely kind of over. Although to be fair, you didn't really see the stock prices benefit um, from those reserve releases. Investors very much looked through them and did not kind of give credit to earnings forecasts for that release. But that obviously is a big tailwind that's coming to an end. And then trading as well, um, you know, trading, it's not so much trading is weakening. It's just more normalizing off of very unusually strong levels from the last several quarters. Um, and then there's some technical damage that's occurred to the BKX as well. So um, you know, the U.S. bank stress test results probably are going to be, you know, quote unquote positive. You are seeing the capital return restrictions lift um, as of July 1st. So that capital return is going to, you know, certainly become a positive for banks. But I think, um, you know, that's being more than overshadowed by a lot of the headwinds facing that group um, at the time for the time being. Um, nothing in terms of infrastructure spending. So there's, you know, continues to be some momentum behind this bipartisan um, bill. You, you know, you had uh, on uh, Thursday or Wednesday night, Thursday morning, um, you know, you now have about 20 senators that are backing it. You know, I continue to think that this, you know, won't kind of pass the Senate, clearly won't become law. I do think you're going to see Democrats pivot back to a partisan reconciliation strategy at some point going forward. Um, you know, again, but I think markets really care about tax hikes and the risk of material tax hikes is still low. Um, I put out yesterday a the vital roadmap piece, which kind of looks at all the major events, um, you know, looking out over the next coming weeks and months, um, you know, including Fed, earnings, inflation, et cetera. So take a look at that. That's up on the website and I have a link in the piece today to it. Um, and that is essentially everything for today. So thank you everyone for listening.